Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. It was 1991. I'm 34 years old. Sitting in a Promise Keepers conference. There are 70,000 men in the Georgia Dome. Screaming and yelling and worshiping to our maximum capacity. We are filled with all the things of a true evangelistic worship service, 70,000 men only, and it was powerful. And something that opened my eyes to that event was the role of men in society. It's men's job, it's our job to lead our businesses, to lead our churches, to lead in our communities, in our families, in our friendships, it is our role to lead in the right direction. And with that role of men, what skills do we need? Who do we need to be to be that right leader? If you have daughters, they certainly need to see how a man is supposed to treat a woman. If you have sons, they certainly need how they're supposed to be in their groups around the opposite sex and all that. It's a man's role 
to fulfill all this because that's who everyone is looking toward for this. And this program that we built, the Guide Culture, this is Lloyd Day, by the way, and I really have a heart for men. I know the men can really use what we're teaching in Guide Culture. We're going to talk just for a minute about what the program is, how it was developed, why it was developed, and why there are so many girls in this program right now. The girls are in there because Macy and Kat are so powerful. They are so good at what they do. They've taken this material and taken it to their market, and their market is swarming over it, is buying it and buying into it, and they're winning with this material. And it is designed for men to win with this material as well. And so the question is, what can these girls teach me? And the answer is, the girls can teach you a lot because this is also me teaching this. And what is my credentials? Where did I come from? How do I, how do I know that this will work? Well, this program that we're teaching is something that I developed over my entire career. I started selling insurance. Well, I started the sales process, learning and getting excited about what sales is all about before I started my insurance agency in 1990. Now, I started this thing as a scratch agency, not one single policy on the books, and I started selling one policy at a time. Then I started hiring staff, and I started training the staff with this philosophy that we're teaching in Guide Culture. Long story short, my son-in-laws came into the business about seven years ago, and they learned this material as well. I was teaching them this material before they came into the business. This is how powerful, it's the secret sauce. It's a special program full of secret sauces, and I made sure all the kids, all my kids, Heard it, learned it, those who are willing to really get involved and do it. But the long story short is I have now exited this agency. The boys, my son-in-laws are running it. So if you can say taking something from scratch, from not a single policy on the books, to building it to about a $20 million agency and then exiting the business, a success based on this guide culture sales principles, then I would say that's a successful run at it. And the family raising the kids, there's so many things that came up around raising kids built on this material. And yes, I've made a lot of mistakes. I've learned a lot of things that are wrong with me that I need to correct that I'm still working on. We're always working on things. And, but there's also been a lot of good things that have been done. But the program is solid and is really designed for men. The the women should not get this far ahead. There's 150 women in the continuation program right now, and it is working. They're winning, and the men need to get involved. My heart is to do that, so I'm going to run the lab. So when you come through this program, this cohort, cohort 34, you will be coming to my lab. I will be your coach. It will be all men in the lab. Much like promise keepers, except a smaller group. And we're going to grow and learn and talk about man things and what we need to do in our lives and how to grow. And speaking of growth, what kind of personal development 
are you doing or have you done? The one thing that I have learned and seen through my career is the people who are on top, who are doing well, who are real leaders in whatever it is that they do, they partake in personal development. They're always growing. They're always learning something. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's podcast. Maybe it's a course. Uh, maybe it's in another degree. It's always something. The people who are on top are doing something to stay ahead of the pack. And this is one personal development program that everyone needs. And the thing is, it doesn't matter what level you are at because any development program is really designed to pull out of you what's in there and then a little more to help you discover something new, a new perspective, a new idea. I mean, what is one new idea worth? If you're at any level in what you do, and you can pick up one new idea, one new perspective. It's worth much more than the, the than the time it took and the cost of the course it took, the, of the cost of the course you took. So the idea is to pull out of you. So it doesn't matter where you are, there's something to pull out. And if you get into a program and really buy in and do the work and try, it will pull something out of you. The next question is, which came first, sales or leadership? Because there are so many programs that people want to go find the leadership program. I want to be a leader. Leadership, leadership, leadership. And my question to you is, which comes first, sales or leadership? Does leadership fall under the sales umbrella or does sales fall under the leadership umbrella? And I will contend to you that sales is the top of the umbrella and leadership falls under that. And here's why. Sales is psychological. It's psychology. There's a, see, we don't sell people things. I know there's a misconception around sales, like the car salesman or someone out there beating the streets trying to sell. But I can rest you, rest assured to you that your top politicians who seem to be at the top of everything, these congressmen, senators, the top politicians, they are beating the streets and they are selling their message. They are in sales. They may call themselves a congressman. They may call themselves a leader, but they are first and foremost a salesperson. And if you are a leader in anything, you must sell your vision or you're not leading anyone. It's a sale. That's why sales is psychology. Sales is understanding how people think and how to lead them into the next decision and how to close on that decision. What's the difference between sales and marketing? Marketing people have all friends. It's just, hey, give me a call. Hey, here I am. This is fun. Give me a call. A salesperson forces a decision. A salesperson gets a little more direct and forces a decision. So which is more important, leadership or sales? You have to sell. You have to sell first before you're going to lead anything. And to understand the psychology around sales and to understand the mindset of the noble profession of sales, because we're all in sales. And if us men, if we can make it a noble thing, 
we're doing the right thing for the right people for the right reason. And then we're encouraging and inspiring them to move forward with that or to follow along with that. That is a big, big sale. And to understand that psychology and then to practice it is how we do it. None of us, I mean, many people like to shoot guns or play golf or play tennis or whatever it is that you do, but you practice and you probably get some instructions on how to do this and then go practice. Well, your message, your communication message is exactly the same way. And in this society, you hunt by communicating. We don't go out and hunt the deer anymore for food. We hunt that for pleasure and fun, but we put food on the table through communication. And to strengthen that skill is one of the best things that you can do. So I highly encourage you, get in this game. Get in this lab to see what cohort 34 can look like for you. Join in with the men and let's start a movement, a movement of men leading and inspiring people in a noble direction in setting the tone and the standard and the culture of all the cultures and environments that we're in. This positive, can-do, encouraging culture that us men are called to set in our environments. So I really hope that you will consider joining in this next cohort. We don't know where it's going from here. My heart is truly to get the men involved and to get a good program, a good movement going of this solid, solid material. Speaking of the material, I was speaking with someone yesterday who's looking to join Cohort 34, and I pulled up the workbook, and I couldn't help but tell him the story of how about once a year we stop and go through the workbook and we reteach it, you know, maybe edit it out some and reteach it. And every time when I go through that, maybe I haven't looked at it in a year, and I just say, wow, this content is so solid. It's some of the best content you will ever put yourself through. So I highly encourage you to see what this is really all about. Your wife trying to share it with you is not the same as you doing it yourself and learning and growing and putting yourself in the hot seat. So if you have any questions around this or if you want to talk more about it, feel free to reach out to us at guideculture.co or Instagram is the guideculture. On LinkedIn, you can find me at Loy Day.